Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Teams weak, hearts are heavy. There's vomit on the field already. Mom's spaghetti. Joe's nervous, but on the field he's calm and ready to drop bombs. Who day? Cause Jamar is catching. And welcome back to Fuck You. We, we like, like the Bengals. I snuck that Who Day in there because I kind of determined like pre podcast. I'm like, I need to sneak a Who Day in the theme song. I'm like, that's the perfect place to do it. I like it. And uh, I'm your host, Alex Schubert. As always, sitting across from me, Lloyd Johnson. Welcome back, buddy. Uh, after a we, uh, we tried Spotify Green Room for a little bit. We talked, <laughs> a little smile there, uh, Eminem. We did a little Eminem there. Uh, Spotify Green Room, that's something like we kind of hope to get off the ground, because like, I feel like that's one thing I just kind of like sprung on Lloyd. It's like, yeah, we're doing this. No, it was fine. It just, we, I don't think either of us had a full understanding of what and how no. it worked. So. No, it's just like... <laughs> I honestly thought like, we were kind of shocked, because like, I had no idea who like one of the callers was like, well, I have no idea who this person is. And it's like, we'll talk. And then, like, because, like, we were, she was, like, talking shit about Drew Sample. And, like, we're a pro Drew Sample podcast. Yeah. I mean, well, again, it's one of those things where I get that take. So I don't like, I don't, oh, I get it too. I don't, I don't give anyone shit for going, like, oh, he's, you know, oh, he's not good because he's, you know, he's not Gronk. Well, I mean, but he's also just not, to me, tight end's one of the most, like, misunderstood positions. Yeah. You know, I mean, especially on teams that don't have a fullback where they kind of have to do, that work too and yep. <clears throat> what drew sample does and how he plays it's unique to the system right well and i mean it's also just that's what a blocking tight end is nine times out of ten if the ball is coming to him it's because no one else is open yeah he has no idea the ball's coming to him until it's in the air i feel like most of the time here is just spent talking about joe talking about jamar talking about mixon but also just like hey we promise drew sample's doing a good job yeah it's it's one of those ones where I like to give shouts to like when Clark Harris or not Clark Harris, uh, Ryan we Hewitt was. We on forgot the team. about we forgot to talk about Clark Harris. We'll talk about him in a little yeah. bit. When Ryan Hewitt was on the team, I'm like, God damn, that dude's good. Like he yeah. would literally drop back and play fullback. Then he would move next play be tight end. Next play be, you know, sealing the edge on one side. He's a utility guy. Yeah, and he was. I mean, he filled in. At, I think fucking holding the the ball for fucking kicks one time. No shit. He's done everything, and he was except play quarterback. I think he played quarterback in high school. Oh no! Well, I mean, like in, in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying like he's one. Of those oh, guys I'm sure that, he did. His football brain was excellent, <clears throat> and I was always real high on him as well. But trying to explain that to pe- friends of mine who didn't play or didn't understand like what the tight end fullback kind of positions were was always frustrating. Like, no, that dude's doing a great job, and they're like. He dropped a ball when it was thrown to him. I'm like, yes, yeah. He's he's not even the check down. He's the guy after the check down that you know if the quarterback's about to hit the ground and he's close enough, they'll wing it that way and hope for something. Yeah, hope for the best. And they say like for blocking tight ends, if there's a pass thrown their way, if they catch one out of five of them, that's good. Yeah, because it's literally last second. They don't know that they're not running a route. They're not. They're just doing what they're told to do. Yeah, if they get off a block and then turn around in time to see the ball being whipped at them, then they have to catch it. Like, And I noticed, because uh, you brought up, like, he would play quarterback in high school. And I noticed that a lot of guys that play, like, random positions, they all a lot of them played quarterback. 
Like there's like you you didn't work out as a quarterback, but you're like a linebacker in the NFL now, or like you're a you're a wide receiver. Like Julian Edelman, for example, overrated, not making the Hall of Fame, decent player nonetheless. He was a quarterback in college, right? And and a lot of those guys have that where they're just like they play quarterback for a little bit. They have cannons for arms, it, like Antoine Randall, old old fucking Steeler. But he had a he threw a touchdown in the goddamn Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. He always had a good arm, and the Steelers knew that, like in the back of their mind, like this guy's skilled at football. He had a cannon for an arm, so he's use him every now and then. Well, even I think Witten played. I think Jason Witten played fucking quarterback first, then became a tight end. Yeah, I mean I don't doubt that. I think uh, Gonzalez did too, if I'm not mistaken. That doesn't surprise me. And Antonio Gates fucking played basketball. Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, that's fucking random. I'm just bringing it up. Well, but it, I think guys who have to take like are involved in how <clears throat> all the stuff with the team works early on. They learn enough football to be. I mean, I, I, a lot of the guys in high school I played with. If I want to mention anything in the playbook to them, they're like. I don't know, dude. I know left and right, and I open a gap this way or I push that way. Yeah. Everything like, else in the play was 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 Greek to them. They were just like, I don't know. I know the I know based on either the number or the left or right which way I'm doing, and that's all I need to know. Like, think about Tebow. Tebow was a, <coughs> a one of the best college quarterbacks of all time, but like not an NFL quarterback, and he was like, and. I like Tebow. I think he I, – I have nothing against him, even though you probably have, like, the most against him. I don't care. I, he's whatever. I think but, he's a crazy athletic dude that probably should have been told to play tight end from the beginning. Yep, and exactly. And he's like – he kind of has, like, this – he has this ego to him where he's like, no, I'm like – I was one of the most accomplished quarterbacks in um, in college football history, and that's going to translate to the pros, and it's just – it didn't because yeah. he played with a team that was just like crazy loaded with incredible talent and also Aaron Hernandez. Yeah. <laughs> but all that aside, Lloyd, how was your week? Um, it was <coughs> busy. Uh, a lot of physical therapy stuff and yeah, a lot of doctor's visits, blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> Friend of the family passed away. Oh, that sucks. I'm yeah. sorry to hear that. Um, so it's like, like, Shout fit- out moon. Shout out Moon. Um, just nothing to get into. Just like kind of same shit yeah, different yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, nothing, nothing, nothing exciting. So uh, I just got back from. Uh, I'll say this: I got back from Go Bananas just now. I watched uh, Blake Murder. He did good. He did really well. Um, there were points beside where he just like the crowd was just like completely on board because that's what Blake does. He fucking goes up and kills Blake Hammond, friend of the pod. I think he'll be on it at some point. Who knows? But I was also, um, I went with friends, like a few of my, like three of my oldest friends, like one of my friends, he's like one of my oldest friends, his he's wife, 74, he's 72, fuck off. Um, one of my oldest friends, his wife and their friend, Rachel, uh, we all went to go bananas and they picked a table near the front row and the only seat that was left was in the front row. <laughs> As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So like I I'm like I'm looking at them like oh shit I gotta be and I have no problem being a crowd member I I love comedy I enjoy comedy but at the same time I have to be a crowd member to four comedians uh, Carl Spaeth Mark Shalafu Phil Pointer and Blake Hammond I know all of them and I'm assuming they know me as well yeah they all know you yes so I'm just like I'm just trying not to acknowledge it I'm just trying to be a crowd member and. Carl goes up. I think he like acknowledges me once. 
He's just like, they put a fucking comic in the front. We're just like typical Carl, like, God yeah. damn it, shit. Shalafu kind of fucked with me a little bit. And I'm just, I'm like doing my best just to like <coughs> sit there, laugh, and be a crowd member. I looked at my hand for like one second and he just riffed off of that for, he saw that and just riffed off of that for 30 seconds. <clears throat> also, fucking super funny dude. Super funny dude. Like, Shalafu's great. Yeah. He also has like a little bit of an, He's like he's like a tiny bit of an asshole tendency to him. Oh yeah. He also uses that to his advantage where he just saw that and he's just like, "Oh, I'm going to fuck with this asshole." Yeah, and I mean cuz he loves you. Maybe. I'm not sure. No, he likes you, man. I'm not sure. If he if he did that, he liked it. Okay. I I I'm the kind of person who I just assume everyone fucking can't stand me. I mean, so. that's probably a safe bet, but no, I mean, it is in, a this, safe bet. in this case, I think, yeah. But no, um Phil didn't, <laughs> Phil didn't acknowledge it, and I wanted to just go up on stage and just like, hey, you got sweat fucking everywhere. Did he not have his towel with him? No, he had his towel. He just had okay. like, I'm like, he has sweat dripping down his neck, and I'm like, it is October. Hey, you know what? Don't tell him how, don't tell him how to live his life. <laughs> Phil, you keep sweating wherever you want to, baby. Love yep. you. There, there are two comedians I've had to mop the stage after. Um, that would be Greg Hahn. Also a sweaty fella. No, he just drank uh, one of his clothes. Like he just drinks. It was, it was a joke. The, was... The, yes, yes. Well, he yes, he is also a very sweaty fella. He's like fucking energetic on yeah. stage, and like his clothes. Like he just spills. Like just like drinks beer and just spills everyone on the stage. And then Mike is like Schubert, and like I know I'll get the fucking mop. And then, and I love Phil. Yeah, but I don't want to be the I love him, but but I'm kind of on the spot here. Yeah, but. You started this ride. Get, I did start this ride. You got you to gotta finish it out. Yes, I do. But he sweats a lot, and there's I'm, there's nothing you can do about it. But Phil, just keep doing your thing. I guess I can. That's a recovery statement. Yeah, that's fine. And Blake just went up, fucking ripped, did the normal shit he did. He's just going up there. It was a looser Blake. Yeah, I mean, I think he's running that hour, getting ready for the recording, and yeah, yeah it was I, just like trying to sh- see if like he could make shit work because i think a big reason why he's i mean i'm i'm assuming i'm not sure but a big reason why he's doing this recording is because like there's no doubt in my mind that blake is so sick of the material he's doing without a doubt yeah and blake's like literally he's the best comic in cincinnati but i'm like i get it that he's like I guarantee you, he, I think, I believe he has said he is tired of doing Xander, the Xander bit. But it's so fucking good. It's so, like, I, I always say the first time I heard it was at the Thompson house. And there were, like, seven people there, but he fucking milk. I mean, he didn't milk. Like, he just, like, leaned into it, just fucking went in. And after the bit was over, I heard Jay Armstrong fucking lose his mind. Yeah, I, I love Playful Blake. Oh, he's the playful Blake is the because playful Blake is also still airtight, super well written. Yeah, I mean the material's never the question. No, it's not like if there's one comic where the in the Cincinnati where the material is never the question, it's me. But <laughs> no, I love how you laughed after that, and you're just like, yeah, you're right. Yep. No, <laughs> I'm the fucking worst. But no, no, like, you're not. Stop it. I know. Also, uh, I want to one second. I'm gonna apologize. I'm in sinus hell right now for some reason. As opposed to what? No, I'm like my eyes. Like, <laughs> I want to scratch them right now. So if I start coughing and and whatever, <coughs> I apologize, guys. Yeah. But no, Blake's the best comic. In, like, if there's one comic where material is not the question, it's Blake. Oh, he for sure. Murders, and he like the dude writes a fucking hour a day. I mean, I. I want to do. I envy comics that do that, and that's not. I'm. I'm not sure if it's laziness. I'm not sure if it's like. You don't know what an hour is. No, like writes for an hour a day. No, he writes sixty minutes of material a day. He has a new hour every open mic. Yeah. No, he's he's the best, and we've talked about him enough on this podcast. Yeah, I, know, I was gonna say he's he's <clears throat> at this point he's, he's probably sick of everyone giving him all that. Because Blake's always been like a down to earth dude. Yeah, he, he just, really is. He I, just I, wants to do it because he loves comedy and he just wants comedy to be good too. Like, like I said, that, yeah, because he does all the writers, yeah, um, the, the writer, night shit, yeah, the writers workshop thing, the, all that shit. It's it's 
he wants to give back. And I think that's honestly making him a better comic. Oh, for sure it is. Because he's like seeing bits written from an outsider's perspective. And he spends like two hours a week being like, here's how I would deconstruct this joke and make it to where it fucking kills. He does that. So it's honestly, he's honing other people's crafts, but at the same time, he's honing his own craft. Yeah. God damn it. He's the man. He's the shit, yo. Do you think you could trade him like a, like a stock or something like that? Like if he does well to say you could trade him like a on a stock on like some sort of website or something like that? Um, I, I definitely would buy heavy on that. What 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 kind of website would you use to do so? I would use um, Symbol. I I think I would try Symbol. Would you like to hear about it, Lloyd? I would love to. But first, cough. No. Okay. I think I'm going to sneeze, but I'm trying. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Sorry. There it is. Like we said, we have a new sponsor that you guys are going to love. Symbol is the stock market for sports that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge. On Symbol, you can trade sports teams like stocks, and every time your team wins, you earn cash. Use your sports knowledge on Symbol to buy low, sell high, and earn cash payouts when your team wins. Join these 7,000 plus early adopters who have started to invest in their favorite teams. Visit www.simbull.com to create a free account. And when you deposit, make sure you use the promo code XYZ to make your deposit risk-free. Visit symbol.com and use the promo code SD and your deposit will be risk-free. That means even if you lose money, Symbol will refund your initial deposit, no questions asked. Join Symbol and start investing and profiting from your favorite teams. I'm pretty sure you're supposed to fill in the XYZ with SD. Ooh. uh, I think XYZ is just a placeholder for whatever the promo code is. It literally... It literally says XYZ on here. I know. I think you're supposed to fill in what the promo code they give you for each podcast is there. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> you just gave out two promo codes. It's SD. As in sports it, it, SD. I'm going to have a talk with Daddy Steve about this tomorrow. I'm almost certain I'm correct. <laughs> I don't doubt you are. Um, and if you want to hear, like, because Lloyd, you just gave me a little bit of shit. Yeah. Is there like a like a, a sports talk platform where you could give me more shit besides this podcast? Oh yeah, and we're gonna be doing a Spotify green room. We're gonna Spotify green room the fuck out of some green room Spotify. Uh, Spotify green room is a live audio only sports talk platform that is free to download and use. You can talk to me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. Real time. I pointed at you and you said something. I know we've done it enough times now that I know what you want me to say here. Correct. You can get in on the conversation that you listen to here every day. You can even share your own experiences and takes on the app. And you have a chance to talk to us. We're, we're laid back dudes. We don't yell it's at you fun. too often. Uh, download the Spotify Green Room app free in the iOS app store. Create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the Fuck You, We Like the Bengals group or the Sports Drink group. Follow us at F-U-W-L-T Bengals to be notified when the room goes live. Sunday, we'll figure it out. Yep. Uh, so, so kind of around the same time, like 7.30 in between, in between the <coughs> in the late games and the Monday Night Football yeah. and shit. I'm here for it. All right. I love it. You know what else I love? What? What the fuck happened last week? The Bengals game last week. Oh, yeah. They What's not to love? smoked. The Lions. You got to love when you see your quarterback go out and just sit on the bench with a smile on his face. And, <laughs> you know, Because uh, the Bengals, uh, in case you live under a rock, they won 34-11. to 11. Easily. Pretty easily. A lot of people were concerned in the first half. There was like, the first thing they decided to talk about was they were just complaining about the offense. Which, I mean, it was a little bit of a slow start, but at the same time, I'm like, you were up 10 to nothing. Yeah. Like, the defense was playing out of its mind. Logan Wilson had a great pick. Trey, Hendricks, Trey Hendrickson had a sack. But they were they were playing well. And I knew, like, going into the second half, I'm like, Zach Taylor may not be the best play caller, but you know what he does do that I knew was going to happen in this game? Halftime adjustments. Halftime adjustments. I fucking knew it at halftime. I'm like, something's going to turn around. And the team is going to start lighting it up, and they scored twenty four points in the in the 
in the second half. They had a touchdown from Mixon, which let's talk about that one first. My God. Dude, Jamar Chase with the block. That was just – that is a teammate. Yeah, that's it's been commented on by so many people, like, in the sports world at this point. Like, how many top five receivers do you see going out and making a block for a teammate like that? Like, <clears throat> I've seen that – you know, a post of that sort from, like, ten different outlets. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I see it pretty often because, like, a good wide receiver knows, like, a good wide receiver is a good teammate. And that's what Jamar Chase was for the play for Mixon. Oh, yeah. It was it was fantastic, man. Yep. It was fantastic. And you hope to see that fucking competitive. Like, that's that's something where you just figure out, like, oh, my God, Jamar Chase is a goddamn competitor. Oh, yeah. He wants to fucking win the whole game. Yes. The absolute whole game. Uh, but let's talk about uh, the first touchdown, which came uh, from Burrow to... Mikey Evans? Uh, no. Mikey Evans is a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. The, in my opinion, the steal of the draft. Chris Evans. I'm Chris sorry. Evans. Fuck. Mike Evans is a receiver for the Buccaneers. <clears throat> yeah, I was just reading something earlier and I saw that name and it stuck, I guess. I know it's Captain This America, is a Chris substitute Evans. teacher, y'all. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> this little manifest destiny moment you had there. <laughs> this is a guy who hasn't been to work in over six months. <laughs> yep. Uh, but no, Chris Evans, man, he is. I like him a lot. He's yeah. uh, honestly, my opinion, steal of the draft. Yeah, he looked great every time he had his hands on the ball. Even, even the, the plays that didn't go like, that didn't flush out the way he wanted to. <clears throat> the guy keeping two hands on the ball while being tackled. Everything he, you want to see from a young guy in that position, he did. Yes, he did well. And the ball from Burrow was, like, slightly overthrown. But he still manages, like, full extension, just reach out. Honestly. Got it. Made it look easy. Barely caught it. But right. he managed to make it work. So shout out to goddamn Chris Evans, man. Old kid in play. Yeah, fuck Captain America. We got new Chris Evans. Yes, we do. I Googled Chris because, like, I Googled Chris Evans in some way. It was, like, during the yeah, Spotify Green Room yeah. thing. And I was like, oh, I had to be more specific because I Google fucking Captain America. <laughs> but, yeah, we had a, it was a fun game. Um, the offense did put it together to the point that they it allowed Burrow to just, like, sit back and just, like, put his hat on while it's a game that Bengals fans bitched about the offense. But at the same time, Burrow was just on the sideline in a ball cap with eight minutes to go. Yeah. That's I'm surprised, a game. I'm surprised you didn't like wave down a beer from a fan. Like, <laughs> no, the beer, the the Lions fans are like crying into their ten dollars beers or something. Oh, shit. I'm sure. That, but how great would a fucking beer full of Lions fans' tears taste to Joe Burrow at that moment? Well, it's Detroit, so they're probably crying anyway. That's fair. Yes. Oh yeah, and their water's bad, so maybe. Yeah. All right. Well, it's Flint. But uh, some final stats. Joe Burrow, 19 of 29 for 270, uh, 271 yards, three touchdowns, and a pick. I believe the pick was like, was it Higgins who looked up at the last second? And it just like went right through his hands. And Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it just went right through his hands. And it was just, it was not entirely Joe's fault, but it was a point where it was just like, I think that was the time where Bengals Center was like worried that the offense wasn't putting it together. Which I think a lot of people made up a great point, like, they were worried that the offense wasn't putting it together, but at the same time, they put up 34 points in an NFL game. So yeah. when you see this offense, like when it's fully cohesive and at its full potential, shit's going to get scary. <clears throat> I mean, the, the, the potential that the team has to do that every game. Yeah. Is very real. Yes. Like, I mean, I've seen even, you know, even against like the coming up against the Ravens, there's a lot of people who are like, if if the offense clicks and does what they've been able to do in some games, it, it's going to end up being a shootout or, you know, I mean. I, I went to the Hollywood and I bet the over for 40 and a half. I, probably fairly safe. Yeah. I, they would, like the, I think the actual over-under is like in the mid to high 40s, but I just like adjusted it a little bit. So what were you going to say? Oh, I was just saying like <clears throat> the amount of people that are now giving – Burrow and the Bengals love 
on on actual like like national <clears throat> platforms yeah like they're on like, actual like you know sports platforms is it it's pretty nice to see it is very nice to see because like i think you have to i can i can i give a hot take here go for it you might have to judge it with a grain of salt a little bit from you i always do <laughs> because they played the entirety of the nfc north which is not a great division no they've played the entirety of the afc north the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Steelers. Yeah. Who not great this year. No. So the great. schedule thus far has been pretty soft. Soft as fuck. It's gonna get tougher. <coughs> and it starts this week. Granted, takes a little bit of a break next week when we play the J E T S Jets, Jets, Jets. Which actually I think we might have a little bit of a, a guest on. Uh, I talked to you about my buddy Mitch from high school who mm-hmm. wrote a, a book about Sensei Sports and shit. We'll, we'll, do you want to zoom with him? I mean, I hate zoom, but we can, we can try it. I, I, I think pocket hats kind of put a, put a dirty zoom taste in your mouth. Well, no, like even, uh, Santoro, when we did on zoom, like how many times, like her, her joke wouldn't land. Cause like the delay and the talking over. And yeah. The, it just makes, well, it we're not doing jokes with Mitch. We're just doing, no, I understand. I'm just saying like, <clears throat> Missing stuff, delay, you know, d- delay response stuff. It, Zoom's rough for me, just as the way I pay attention to things. As soon as something yeah. gets like blurred out or delayed, I have to like re like regroup my brain back to go to the next thing. Yeah, because so. it's like a conversation that has to be ongoing, and it's like technology is making like m- technology just makes it awkward, especially when there's two autistic people on the other end of the line. Because yeah. <laughs> Alex will ke- Alex will keep going right over like the. The, when, like when it overlaps and someone's what he'll just keep going and I'm like, wait, I missed the thing that someone said. I I didn't hear the whole thing. Like I I'm over here like half, like trying uh, panic trying to get him to stop so I can hear a thing that I I'm not gonna hear anyway. But <laughs> it's yeah, it's fun for us. We'll make it work. Um, some other stats. Uh, Joe Mixon eight rushes for 94 yards in addition to five. Uh. Receptions, 59 yards, and a tutty. Uh, Jamar Chase, four receptions, 97 yards, including that that bomb from Burrow. Fucking beautiful. Happens every game. Actually, two bombs from Burrow. Yeah. God damn it. I mean, and again, Chase won Rookie of the Week. And, I mean, like, like everyone at this point has said, Rookie of the Year is his to lose. Yep. It's his, it's his award to lose because... I even can't like coming into this year. I'm like the quarterback class isn't all that good, and now that the year started. Kyle Pitts doesn't really have an offense around him to like really shine as a tight end. But also, just just a shout out to the point I've made a million times. He is so fucking gifted. Yeah, some of the shit I watch, like I watched like a highlight from <clears throat> the Atlanta game. He's ridiculous. I he's know. Fucking ridiculous. I know. He's that, gonna be a fun player to watch for years. Yeah, the jumping, like spinning his waist around, basically catching it one hand, tucking it to his chest, catch was. Who, uh, who does that? Yeah, it's one of those things. Like, I mean that that looked like a a, a basketball play. Like you know, what I mean, like up in the air. Guarantee you, Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts played basketball. Oh, apparently he was good enough that people he had practiced with thought he might be able to. Play, play. Like, that was me. But, no, Pitts is fucking ridiculous. Chase is ridiculous. Because, I think Pepe, shut up. Um, Pitts is ridiculous. Chase is going to be ridiculous. Chase can't not be rookie of the year. No, I mean, like I said, At unless this he point. does something ridiculous. Because, it, like, right now, as it stands, like, the Bengals have kind of a tough schedule other than the Jets. It's, like, five games against the AFC North. One against the Steelers, two against the Browns, Ravens. One of this is this week. The entirety of the AFC West and the 49ers. Yeah. Which they can be good. I mean, I think it'll be a good game, but I think we got that one. I think we got that one, too. I was talking with a friend of the pod, Harrison Butler. He He's a comic. Um, we were talking, like, as it stands right now, the Bengals-Chiefs game in week 17, that's a winnable game. Yeah. If they're playing like they are right now at and that the point And the Chiefs here, are also playing like they are right now, which is not all that 
is not very Chiefs like. What's I'm saying? If they're still playing the way they're playing now in Week 17, yeah, it's very winnable. And especially since the Bengals are playing the Chiefs at home, certainly helps. It is one of a game, but we'll talk about uh, this game coming up. It's the Bengals Ravens. But first, Lloyd, uh, do you want to do a, uh, any final thoughts from the game? No, I'm good. Uh, I have one final thought. I'm going to get under a blanket and call myself Chris, Chris Crocker. You know Chris Crocker, right? Mm-hmm. Leave Suo alone. <laughs> I've seen so many of the, the responses you've had online. That was bad. Like, it's okay, like, man, let it go. off. It's over. It's been over. <clears throat> I vouched for Sewell. I'm, how many times have I brought up since the season started? The Bengals need should have picked Sewell over Chase since none. the season. None. Zero. I'm all good. We're all good. I wish Sewell the best in his career. Hi, Cody. What's up? How's it going? Um uh, I wish I wish Sewell well. I think he'll be a fine player. I think there'll be a little bit of a learning curve for an offensive tackle. I think Chase will be a phenomenal player. For sure. As it stands right now. But yeah, just let it fucking go. Who gives a shit? I don't, there's people who just want to prove themselves right because Jamar Chase was <clears throat> their guy, and they just want to be like, "Look, I'm right. I I I want to prove I'm right so badly that I want a player who has literally nothing to do with this organization, and honestly, never has had anything to do with the organization. Right. I just want this random player for the Lions to suck." Just so I can prove I'm right. Yeah, just because I made an argument in preseason about a thing that might happen. It's a petty philosophy. Yeah, it's, it's just real. It's goofy. Yeah, I just, I need to tune it out at this point. I'm like, who gives a shit? And someone was like, um, in Huda Nation, was like, it, this group is toxic about it. Yeah, I, I, I've, <clears throat> I like 50% of the posts made in that group. Yeah, and the other half are just like, what? the hell are you talking about uh, uh, or you're just like shut the fuck up yeah the other half are people that if they were sitting in my living room watching a game i'd be like dude you don't get to talk for us again <laughs> <clears throat> they're like but i didn't like this thing that happened we went 34 to 11 shut the fuck up bro <laughs> yeah. like we won handily it was an easy game like everyone did great it was fine <clears throat> shut up don't bitch about a 23 point win oh his play calling was weak in the first half okay yeah well, what happened next you know whose play calling was not weak? Lou Anarumos. Yeah. He's got a... St- and again, you got to knock on wood when I say... When, I got to knock on wood when I say this. No injuries. No big-time player has lost. I mean, Mixon's been a little hobbled, but no big-time players have been lost yet. Yeah. And you got to hope just, that it stays the same. Which is really good. And you can hope that you could... You can, that the Bengals are good <coughs> enough to the point that you can like trade them as like a... Like, their stock rises. Like, their stock is rising. Oh, for sure. Without a question. I mean... Would you trade them? Or, or what were you going to say? No, go ahead. No, like, uh, like if... Their stock is rising. Their stock is rising. Is there, like, a certain website where their stock would be rising? Uh, I bet you if you check on Symbol, it would be. I think so, too. Symbol is the sports stock market that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge. There are two ways to make money on Symbol. First, every time a team you own wins, you earn a cash win payout. Second, just like the stock market, if you think uh, if you think a team is going to increase in value, you can buy low and sell high for a profit. Use promo code SD to make your first deposit risk-free. That means even if you lose money or just decide the market isn't for you, Symbol will refund your initial deposit. No questions asked. How sweet of them. Very sweet of them. Um... Is there a place where you could talk about all the sweet things that Symbol does, like super sweet and just super nice? And the well, that too, the bastard sermon. Thank you, Cody. I love that he would lose his shit if someone off mic spoke during one episode of the bastard <laughs> sermon for half a second. Are you guys recording the bastard sermon after this? No, <clears throat> he just needs the SD card. Ah, okay. So, nah. but yeah, uh, dude, I got to get back on that because we were talking like um, movies or some shit. Yeah, Cody, we'll say hello. LLC. Cody Hucker. Hey, what's going server. on? Fuck you, like the Bengals. Finally, yes. the guest appearance by Cody Hucker right at the end of the podcast. Yeah, ah. dude. Love to have you back. Sorry to interrupt off mic. I love you, motherfuckers. Couple things. One, get the fuck off. Two. <laughs> We're only about halfway through. Yes, we are about halfway through. We got to do the burns. 
Um, no, I'm just giving you shit. Um, but I'm sorry, I'm fine to keep somebody waiting. No, you're good. Oh, I still gotta fucking do this. I gotta get the SD card right away. But yeah, dude, we were, like, we were talking like I gotta get on the bastard sermon and do like the movie review or just like a talk in general. Yeah, we definitely will. We'll have you back on real soon. Dude, soon I'm, we just we got to clear it to a handful of... We had guests stacked up for like three months, so we're like, all right, we're like going to stop churning, people. You're just, you just got to churn through them. Yeah, at a, at a certain point, like we literally had a conversation. I was like, let's stop booking people for a little while so we're not like, hey, do you want to be on a show? All right, cool. In three months? Huh? Yeah. Is that mic hot? No. <clears throat> no. Can be. Uh, probably not. Let's see. Check it's it. not. No. There's only two plugged in. All right, fair enough. Done ruining this podcast. Keep going. All right. You know what? Um, I mean, there like you can still talk to us on like a on like this like sports talk platform. There's another sports talk platform you can talk to us on. Lloyd, yeah. you know what that uh, sports talk platform is? I would try Spotify Green Room. I would try the fuck out of Spotify Green Room. It is a live audio only sports talk platform that is free to download and use. You can talk to me, other fans, athletes, Lloyd Johnson, Cody Hucker, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. The realest time. It's perfect for watch parties, debates post-game breakdowns, and reacting to the breaking news. You can even share your own experiences on the app. Uh, you can uh, you can start or join ongoing conversations, watch the watch games together, react to the biggest news, rumors, and games. Uh, join in on conversations with me and have a chance to be featured on the Fuck You podcast. We'll be hosting rooms probably Sundays around, Sunday evenings around 730. 7.30. We'll yeah. let you know. Check Hooday Nation on Facebook um, if you would like some info. All you need to do is download the Spotify Greenroom app free in the iOS app store, create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the sports drink group. Follow us at F-U-W-L-T Bengals to be notified when the room goes live. Sundays around 7.30, we'll figure it out. Come at us with your spiciest takes. Spicy. So, so spicy. I don't know what that was, but sure. <laughs> it was. I, I don't know what it was either. I was just like doing like this shit over the... Over the microphone, just like doing like the, like more pepper for your salad, sir. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> they didn't see it, so you didn't have to explain that it didn't make any sense. But we fine. could we could hook up the camera so they could see it sometime. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I think it's a good idea. Yeah, we'll do it. Uh, we'll try it next week because we got the Jets next week. All right. Yeah, because we <laughs> it's it's going to be a very uh, it's going to be a lot like the Lions episode where it's like, <clears throat> like I don't give a fuck about any of these guys. No, but it'll be also be different than this week where it's like, I've roasted these guys a million fucking times. Yeah. So we're going to have a little bit of fun with this week because you know who we got this week? Rappers. Rappers. The Baltimore Ravens. You ready to roast the goddamn Ravens? Let's do the damn thing. Let's start with the mascot Poe. Lloyd, while I pull up my burns, what do you got? I finally realized what his beak reminds me of, and it's a reused cum sock. <laughs> that, that just looks like a rocket penis. The Ravens bio of Poe says he attended college at the Institute of Poetry, which must mean Poe still lives at home with his mom. You should have picked a better school, Mom said as she heated up another plate of tendies. <laughs> All right. Quit calling girls bitches on the internet because they won't date you. Look, you just turned Poe into an incel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Poe's not having much sex. I don't know. I wouldn't think so. Uh, the owner, Steve Biscotti. What do you got? <sighs> oh, Dick Flair. <laughs> Uh, if his face doesn't prove it <coughs> for you already, this fucking shitbag owns a $20 million yacht named doesn't surprise me. Winning Drive. Oh my God. And not one, but two DeSalt Falcon private jets that average about 28.8 millions apiece. Eat my entire ass. Because he's that sick of his family that he flies separate from them wherever they go. <laughs> Does not surprise me. Uh, I don't know if you noticed that Steve Biscotti kind of has a horrific lazy eye. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He looks like he has one eye on the field and the other eye on a computer screen while he Googles age of consent laws. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> Got his ass. GM Eric DaCosta. 
He's like a weirder and more off-putting Clint Howard. <laughs> like, you know, Ron Howard's weird brother that he put in yes. all his movies? Yep. <clears throat> his face gives the impression that he is scared of the sounds his mouth is making. Oh, my God. FBI confirms remains found in Florida belong to Brian Laundrie. Like the, the Gabby Petito <sighs> shit? Yeah. Oh, my God. Can't have a screen on with Alex in the room. That's a big fucking story. <laughs> Am I wrong in saying that? No, I, mean, I don't give a shit, but sure. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Any story that involves Dog the Bounty Hunter, I'm out. Oh, my God. Wow. So that's a fucking wild story. Uh, sorry, I got very distracted there. I have a big news story. Uh, Eric DaCosta. <laughs> We're going from Brian Laundry to Eric DaCosta. Eric DaCosta's tooth gap is so wide, Lamar Jackson runs in between them for practice. <laughs> Thank you, Cody Hawker. Keep talking. You got a podcast to do, folks. <laughs> what are you doing? I was saying thank you, and I was talking. Coaching. Jonathan Harbaugh. What do you got? I feel like he's a minnow in the frat boy pond. <laughs> <laughs> he's Or more like, he's like... A goth girl Eminem and a frat boy shell. <laughs> like, he's so, bent, like, so driven by approval. Like, a, a game against Denver where they're up so far. He's still running plays well past the point that he should have just been kneeling on the ball. <laughs> and risking players getting hurt because he didn't want to lose his... We've had over 100 yard rushing in this many games. <laughs> no joke. He said so afterwards. And then once they hit the 100-yard thing, the 100-yard in, like, their 48th game, beating the Steelers' record, whatever, he ran over and jumped up to the wall, and Steve Viscotti, like, hold his hands, and he climbed over the wall. Oh, it was like some fucking dollar store Lambo leap kind of thing? Yeah, he's just so ready for fucking Daddy Viscotti's approval that he'll risk his players for a nonsense Nonsense record. tradition. Yeah. They had that planned out. That's fucking cheesy. Uh, I will say John Harbaugh picked up the tab for an entire seafood restaurant recently. Saw that on the, on the TMZ. <coughs> in, in an even more noble act of selflessness, Harbaugh promised that he will have diarrhea on behalf of everyone in the restaurant. <laughs> also, when he secretly did it and then called someone or had his agent call somebody to let them know that he secretly did that. It's not secretly anymore. No. Like the story wasn't reported by some random person in the restaurant. It was reported, reported by, by TMZ. No, it was also reported by his agent was the person who talked to TMZ. TMZ. Oh my God. Uh, and Harbaugh, Harbaugh's like, no need to thank me. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, I got this. No, no, no. No need to thank me. There's seven people on a Joe's Crab Shack and I paid... <laughs> Quarterback. Lafart Jackson. All right, so I'm so tired of roasting these that I, I, I asked Alex if we could do like a bit for this. Yep. <clears throat> and if you go to the other tabs, it's it's still on there. The thing's pulled up. But Exit full screen. Boom. All right. <clears throat> so if you look at the picture, Lamar Jackson is for sure Samuel L. Jackson's illegitimate son. Oh, for sure. But if he followed in his dad's footsteps, he could have played... Sick Furry. <laughs> In what movie? Instead of Nick Fury. Oh, okay. Uh, Crow Zone. Yep, from Instead The Incredibles. Um, <clears throat> that one's stupid. Can I, can I get... And then instead of Valentine and uh, the um, Kingsman, he would have been Sweetest Day. <laughs> Can I give credit where credit is due? Because Lamar Jackson's a great quarterback. He would uh, be Jules wins on the field. All right. In the movie Poop Fiction. Ha-ha! You got his poop joke. <laughs> I got, no, that's not my only poop joke. Uh, Lamar, Lamar Jackson is getting a statue at the, at the University of Louisville's football stadium. Stadium officials will make sure to put a porta potty near there just in case. <laughs> Uh, who was it? He, said, he was like, I didn't poop on the field. I'm not somebody. He, he actually made that statement to 
about somebody he had to, else. He had, to, like, he had to go on TV and clarify that he wasn't taking a shit. Yeah. That's so fucking funny. Uh, do you have any other Samuel L. Jackson characters? No, that's fine. And we'll go to the backup, Tyler Huntley, who has a gap tooth that makes Eric DaCosta blush. <laughs> He really is Diet Lamar Jackson, and I think he—I think it really bothers him. Uh, scouts, <laughs> scouts before he got got into the NFL called him short and undersized, and I don't think he's forgotten about it. He's six one and one hundred ninety five pounds. Lamar Jackson is six two, two hundred fifteen pounds, and Tyler Huntley has multiple responses to this. Oh, he's only an inch taller. Why are you guys calling me short? He's not that much bigger than me. Why are you guys calling me undersized? <laughs> like, there's. 40 different versions of that response you can find. Oh, my God. He's like, what? I'm trying here. Dude, I'm not, I'm not that bad. He's trying. You know who else is trying? Running back. Latavius Murray. <clears throat> he's been a Raider, a Viking, and a Saint, and now he's a bird. As his cre- career continues to decline, eventually he'll be playing for the Washington Earthworms. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Latavius Murray. <laughs> Latavius Murray looks like how Tyler Huntley wishes he looked. <laughs> I like it. I got it. I got his ass. Uh, next up, Devonte, the walking torn ACL Freeman. This scowling potato of a human being. <laughs> he looks like Dick James. <laughs> I'm Dick James, bitch. I'm Dick James, bitch. Uh, next up, I got this guy, Le'Veon Bell. I I didn't know Captain Noodlelegs was back and doing anything. Yes, he is. He's a uh, Baltimore Ravens. He made a horrible rap song called Admit It, uh, which has a music video that features all the strippers and booze that Le'Veon Bell used to be able to afford. (laughs) Dude, there's... For those of you in the back room, he almost went bankrupt even... Yeah, he's a fucking because he he like he quit the Steelers because he wanted more money. Then he signed with the Jets for less money than he would have gotten with the Steelers. Just got the got the Adam Gase treatment. Went to the Chiefs, couldn't do it there. Went now, noodle leg. Yep, and now he's a Raven doing. I guess he's existing. Yeah, he's probably just running the other running backs through their drills at this point. I don't- <laughs> Because originally they had, like, Gus Edwards, J.K. Dobbins, and, like, Tyson Williams. And they're all just afterthoughts. We're just like, hey, let's check the Pro Bowl roster from six years ago, and this is who they got. Yeah. I'm going to say, who are they going to sign next? Rex (laughs) Burkhead? (laughs) (laughs) Wide receiver. Marquise Hollywood Brown. All right. Risky joke of the week. Ooh. Hollywood says he learned everything he knows from his cousin Antonio Brown, which takes on a much darker tone when you realize he had to go to court because he was in the house when Antonio Brown allegedly raped a fit- fitness trainer in That's Miami. That's right. Sounds very Hollywood. <laughs> so you know how uh, Antonio Brown called Mike Mayaka cracker? Yeah. Marquise Brown looks like the kind of guy that would call Mike Mayaka cracker, but with a hard R. <laughs> And like a black comics white voice. It's like, oh, for sure. You're a cr- you're a cracker. Can I say that? Yeah, I just I love the commitment. The, the oh, I commit to the bit. I also can't find the goddamn mouse. <laughs> Screw it. Oh my no, god. Just go over to your right a whole bunch of times. It's set on two screens. You're moving back and forth. Oh, there we go. And the backup, Rashad, uh, the second wide receiver, I'm sorry, Rashad Bateman. What Do you, do you have anything on Rashad Bateman? No, I actually somehow skipped him. Uh, he looks like the love child of Ken Griffey Jr. and Ken Griffey Jr.'s torn hamstring. <laughs> <laughs> it gets me when I'm drinking. <coughs> Every time. <clears throat> All right. Next up, uh, Samuel Watkins. He so badly wants to be an elite receiver, and he's just not. <clears throat> he's like the Tyreek Mound, the Antonio <laughs> Beige, DeAndre Skipskins, the Wee Higgins, the Jamar Pursuit. 
Uh, do you want to think of some more puns? Uh, uh, <clears throat> feel free, man. I just those were the ones that came off the top of my head. Damn it, Cooper teaspoon, <laughs> Cooper teacup, Cooper teacup. There it is. Uh, Robert Tree instead of Robert Woods. You know what? I'm not going to waste any more of your guys' time. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, Miles Boykin. <clears throat> Miles Boykin's brother. All right, this is another one that risky joke of the week. Risk it. Miles Boykin's brother George the <clears> Third <throat> played football until he received a serious head injury. Oh boy! <clears throat> which is, I'm pretty sure, why the Ravens keep him around. They want to keep him on the roster so that one day he can translate for Lamar Jackson after his brain is jelly from all of those hits he takes while running. Man. Uh, next up, David DuVernay. Right. This one's short and sweet. He has supervillain eyebrows and a victim's face. <laughs> Tight end. This is the last guy we're doing. Mark. Andrews. He looks like if you bought a John Deere brand Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> oh, yeah. <clears throat> I like it. I didn't get Mark Andrews. So we're going to get to right now. Predictions and bullshit. So, I got to address some shit. <clears throat> I got a lot of shit on the internet this week. Because I made a prediction... Literally with my wallet, that the Ravens would win this week. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, it was. I brought it on myself. Yeah, I was. I as soon as I saw you post it, I went, "Why?" I because uh, I can't. Part of me can't. Part of me cannot stand homers. Understood, but one of the ones that are just like the Bengals. Like they predict the Bengals are going to have like a like a. 11 and 6 record, but also never predict the Bengals to lose or like right. predict when they're going to lose. So I'm like, you know what? <clears throat> I don't think they're going to win. I, I personally do not think they're going to win because, and it's nothing against the Bengals right now. The Ravens are just that good. Yeah. Lamar's the, Lamar's the most electric player in the NFL. He's the best athlete on any field he steps on. Easily agreeable. The last three games, Ravens Bengals combined, one hundred and fourteen to nineteen. I am correct on that. I believe you. <coughs> so this is gonna be a very tough game. And it's a game on the road. Yeah, I mean <clears throat> it's not it's not crazy to bet against the Bengals winning. No. It's certainly not the kind of blowback that you got from Pop because it's it's Easy because it's like if it's a Bengals group, it's e the easy response is you're a fucking idiot, you're you're wrong for saying that, and they're just gonna be like, no, I've saw one guy predict Bengals are gonna win thirty five to fourteen. I'm like, are you high? Yeah, I mean, it, it could happen. I I think the Bengals could win. Yeah, I mean, they're not gonna win thirty five to fourteen. I I would that would be a surprising <laughs> outcome. I think if the Bengals win, I can rightfully call it an upset. Yeah. Because, I mean, the, the Ravens right now, they're the best team in the AFC North. <clears throat> That's or, Actually, I take that back. They're the best team in the AFC. A very arguable point as well. <clears throat> very, like, like, very arguable to the point, like, that they are? or you're No, not no, gonna... no, no. I'm saying that, that, yeah, you could easily make that argument. With... Yeah. There's no doubt in my mind. Like, right now, the AFC is, like, a lot of the best teams have like had some pretty bad losses. Yeah. Like the Bills lost to the Titans and the Chiefs are a 500 team right now. Yeah. So I mean, if I had to if I was betting on it, yeah, I would definitely have probably more of an inclination to say in all likelihood it's more likely the Ravens will win. Yes. Like but I also could see this being one of those games where <clears throat> this coaching staff's been in place long enough that I bet they have <coughs> strategized and planned around dealing with Lamar Jackson. Yes, because... And in, maybe just for long enough that they found something that'll work. 
Because in practice safe this week, they've had Chuba Hubbard act as long, or not Chuba Hubbard, uh, Puka Williams. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, no. I, I, I had Puka Williams in my mind, but I was like, Chuba Hubbard, Chuba Hubba, Puka. Yep. They're both ridiculous names. Yep. But Puka Williams has been acting as Lamar Jackson, just like in practice. And, and I'm pretty sure every team from here on out is going to have the same game plan. It's just like, Every team that plays the Ravens is going to be like, we got to contain Lamar. We got to contain Lamar. We got to contain Lamar. And it's just going to be every team's game plan until the end of time. And it's the Bengals' game plan. So. Yeah, I mean, I look for if Hendrickson can go off. Yeah. And pop Lamar a few times early. That usually settles him way the fuck down. If they manage that. Yeah, I could see it being a much more winnable game. If I, <clears throat> you know, uh is great at reading those guys that like to throw on the run. That seems to be like his specialty. Yeah, because Awuzie's like, he's played better with the Bengals than he did with the Cowboys. Right, and um, but he's given free range to play. You know, when he's playing zone, he's playing his whole zone where Cowboys did that kind of like split weird thing. And when he's playing man, he's he's reading the quarterback as much as he is the receiver, which I think is just yeah, you know, it might seem like a slight difference from team to team, but giving someone like him the freedom to do it how they do it, I think makes a world of difference. Mm-hmm. So like I said, I think if uh I look for them to leave Logan Wilson in almost like the robber formation. Normally that's like a cornerback safety kind of thing that'll play the robber. Okay. I think I see them letting him drop back into middle coverage, like the middle zone. Yeah. A because, lot more. Because that, that not only gives him the luxury to like possibly intercept a Lamar pass, but it also gives him the luxury to like tackle Lamar, say he runs five, six yards, because Logan Wilson's also a great open field tackler. Right. But also like if Sammy's gonna be running across that middle Sammy's slow enough at this point. I think Logan can keep up with him. <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to be shitty. Like I think Sammy Watkins is is, is a good receiver, but he's uh, Sammy Watkins. He's an interesting case to me because I'm just saying if he keeps, if they are using him over the middle like they have in a handful of games, I could see Logan covering him again in almost that robber <coughs> kind of spot that a lot of play a lot of teams use. You know, a cornerback or a safety there. <clears throat> I think they're going to trust the defensive front to do what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I and, trust him too. And kind of give him a little more freedom to go. So you might see him go off. And if Trey Hendrickson and Logan are, are doing great, yeah, I, I think you could see a. I definitely think you could see. Because what I, what I bet on, I just bet the money line. Because the Vegas odds were like six and a half. Yeah. The Ravens are six and a half, points favorite, six and a half point favorites. P- Bengals are like, we're – like the national media doesn't believe in us. I'm like, I agree with the line because right, the well, be- Vegas odds makers don't give a shit about the national media. No, they're just betting. A, it's like, I don't know how they make the odds. Uh, they get like 35 severely autistic people and they throw them in a room and have them crunch stats and video for a week and come up with them. Yeah. And um, Vegas, are you hiring for autistic people? Because I was gonna say, yeah, it, it sounds like a good job job opportunity if the sports writing thing does. Yeah, I've kind of uh, tailed off from that a little bit. I haven't really had. I'm just teasing you, baby. I know. I do want to do like um, like a paragraph roast of all 32 teams for why your team sucks next year. Just like. Get, I have like a few. I have like a Bengals one and a Browns one lined up so far. I think you do very well at that. Thank you. I I wrote a I wrote a whole thing about the Steelers this year and it was a lot of fun. Um, we got really off off track there. But <laughs> what's oh. your prediction for this week? <coughs> Honest to God, prediction: Ravens six hundred and sixteen. Bengals, nine. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little different. Okay, I'm gonna say I'm gonna take the underdog. Okay, and I'm gonna take the Bengals twenty-seven twenty-four. Okay, who's your player of the game? Evan McPherson. Ooh, 
nine field goals. I'm going to say he kicks a 67-yarder at the end to win the game. Oh, and they travel to Detroit to make it happen? Yeah. I like that prediction. See? Um, My real prediction, uh, Joe Mixon, 10 rushes for 862 yards, uh, one touchdown, three fumbles. Oh, okay. All right. And... It's a holding call. <laughs> My bold prediction <coughs> holds him by the dick. <laughs> I like it. Uh, bold prediction. Um, they get so weak at cornerback that Poe has to step in. <laughs> uh, my real prediction. Uh, sorry, homers. Uh, Ravens 31, Bengals 20. I think the Ravens coming off of a four-touchdown win against a very good Chargers team. You can't overlook that. No, it would be silly. No. I I, I love my Bengals, despite what a lot of people said. You're not a real fan. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. It's like, I don't, it's easy to say that. All right, but, but sports betting is different than sports fandom. Exactly. And there is, I do understand, and to play devil's advocate against myself... I do understand the philosophy of you can't bet against your favorite team. I get that. And it was, I just wanted to include them in a parlay. Just like, it's like a small $25 parlay saying, Hey, the Ravens might pull this one off. It's not a, again, it's the safe bet. Yeah, it is the safe bet. And I just wanted to do it to increase my winnings. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So, now that we got that out of the way, I'm sorry, homers. I don't think the Bengals are going to win this week. And you know what? That's okay. Yep. Because there's a lot of fans, and this is the last thing I'll say, and then we'll get to, get to a little more bullshit because I had an idea uh, pop into my head today just All for right. fun. I completely lost my train of thought. Uh, oh, oh, that's what I was going to say. So a lot of Bengals fans are like they're going to be getting their hopes up, saying the, the Bengals can pull this one off. They can pull off the the say twenty seven twenty four upset, but if it doesn't happen, there's going to be a lot of bitching. Oh yeah, it's going to be oh we can't win against real teams. We can't. I, I'm fully prepared. I. Yep, and I'm going in. Like I'm going to go into next week. If they lose, I'm going to say you know what, this was a tough game against a very good team on the road. Yeah. So I'm not going to – if they lose, I'm not going to be mad. I'm not going to bitch. I'm not going to call for Zach Taylor's head. I'm just be like, you know what? You can't win them all. No. And only one team almost 50 years ago ever has. Yeah. So if they lose, get over it. Don't – because the Bengals have been playing well recently. And one bad game isn't going to ruin – what could be a, a like a scary team three years from now? Oh yeah. <coughs> so if they lose, don't let it ruin your week. Don't complain. Don't fucking bitch. Just go about will. your day. Oh, I know. Bengals fans just love to hear themselves bitch. Yep. About anything because it's what it's all they know. Yeah. See so, ya. Yeah. Pluggity plugs. Uh, yeah, listen to the Bastard Sermon. Bastard Sermon, we just heard from Cody Hucker earlier. Yeah, interrupting our podcast, which would drive him absolutely out of his fucking mind if someone did it on his. So. <laughs> yeah, uh, um, what are the plugs you got? Uh, new Nasty Boys, Rumble Lips. Yeah, same stuff you always hear from me, man. Go to Go Bananas this weekend to see Tom Takar. Oh, yeah, dude. God damn, he is so good. A um, go. master. Go see him. He's the best. Uh, <coughs> uh, I got a couple plugs. I got a lot of shows coming up, so um, let me get to that. Twenty uh, seventh, I'll be at Go Bananas. November seventh, I'll be at Wiley's. November tenth, I'll be at Twenties, formerly Myrtle's Punch House. Oh, okay. November twenty fourth, headlining Chameleon, and November 29th, I'll be at Jerseys. Uh, Chris Seamer's show and December 23rd 
Motor mouth. Fuck yeah. Oh, I'm here for it. Uh, and this is the last thing I wanted to talk about. So I had an idea pop into my head today. <clears throat> All right, what is it? Um, <clears throat> so friend and daughter of the podcast, Lily Johnson. <laughs> this this ends well, I promise. All right. Um, she got me a shirt last year that said DJ Girl on it. Yep. I have yet to wear it. You definitely need to do that. What's next week? I don't Halloween, oh, bitch. Okay, all right. So what I thought was I could wear that shirt, find a super sexy long-haired wig, dress up as a DJ girl. Sarah's here for it. I got a wig for you. You have a wig for me. I got the wigs. Oh, please let me borrow one. We got you. Oh, I'm going to look like a sexy bitch next week. I like it. Yeah, so the one thing I'm concerned about, though, is the pants. Because I can't go in public with ladies' pants, but at the same time, I want to look like a convincing DJ girl. It's wearing leggings with a jockstrap. I don't know. Please do that. (laughs) I can't. Can I get away with wearing leggings in public? I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's true. All that being said, before this gets super weird. It's the only way I'll let you borrow a wig. Deal. It's the only way she'll let me borrow a wig. Lloyd, all that being said, Lloyd, I think we only have one I think we only have one thing left to say. Fuck you, Baltimore Ravens. We like the Bengals. Why man? Fuck you. We like the Bengals.